Okay, where we leave off? Welcome. Welcome back. Ah, uh, we left off. Uh, I was attending to some, uh, some Gabagool, which, by the way, was a hit. I must say so. Uh, I do a lot of the cooking nowadays for some reason. My brother Jackie, the restaurateur, the chef, uh, don't cook anymore, which, uh, doesn't make any sense to me. I guess because he did it his whole life as a business. However, since they, he is the chef, he's the best cook in the family. So, he don't cook. We all have to cook, even though he's the best. What does that mean? That means he gets to talk shit about every fucking dish. Every dish. He, he even goes into his restaurant, which is still running. He don't run it anymore. His daughter does. His sweet daughter, Ura. That's E-U-R-A, Ura. It's French, so back off. Okay, she runs the restaurant diligently, wonderfully. He don't run it anymore, but he, he started it. So what he gets to do is go in at every lunch, eat the soup, eat the pasta for free, and just talk grips of shit about the chef, about his day when he used to run it. You know, talking about how he's going to get some mafia guy to come in and break some kneecaps or some shit. I don't know. Anyways, Gabagool is a hit, and I'll tell you why. Number one reason... Uh, I happen to sneak a, a specific spice into the uh, pasta or any Italian dish I make uh, that ain't Italian, okay? It's called Sicilian. Capiche? Ah, nobody's perfect. Secret recipe. Sicilian. Just kidding. Uh, that has something to do with it, but it's actually uh, it's, it's this uh, uh, lemon pepper. Don't tell anybody. Uh, back, uh, back when I was in New York, there was this guy who used to run a hot dog stand uh, outside the Apollo. It was like a block away. So I'm not going to try and say this guy was the official hot dog vendor for the Apollo. But, right, a hot dog stand. Really, it was the chicken legs he sold that was the big hit. Because, I mean, let's face it, you have a, a, a bacon-wrapped hot dogs. So what do you have? But but lips and assholes wrapped in bacon. Capiche? Anyways, he used to pepper, put this lemon pepper on his chicken legs. And he he gave me a little a little sneak of it, a little baggie. Like he was selling me fucking white China heroin or something. But... Uh, gave me this bag of lemon pepper. I put it in my pocket. Forget about it. Next thing you know, the wife leaves town and she didn't go grocery shopping. So I got nothing. I got one bag, one bag of penne, right? One bag of penne, no sauce. Thank God I have olive oil because eating dry pasta, it's like, what am I in Sing Sing right now? You know? So I have one bag of pasta, a little olive oil. I take this lemon pepper that's hanging up in the shelf and sprinkle it on there and oh my God, to die for, right? But now I sneak it in I went out and bought some, sneak it in to all my dishes. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody because uh, if you have a non-Italian spice or ingredient or whatever, the Italians lose their shit, right? Specifically the old women, they can tell. Most of the guys are fucking drunk as shit off of vino by the time they eat. They don't know. But the ladies can tell and particularly some of the old school, older Italian women, if they find out that I got this spice from a black guy, you know how they, you know how they, the Italians roll sometimes, right? Which brings me to uh, the main crux of this episode. The way I sound. I don't sound like I'm from New York. What a surprise. Uh, I got an email. I thought, it was, I thought this was an issue I'd have to address maybe a few episodes down the road. Turns out somebody was listening. Episode one. They sent an email. And let's just get into it, okay? Here's the email from, this is great, from gotrump.com. BeHurstNY at gmail.com. Go Trump dot You know what BeHurst is? 
Yeah. Bensonhurst. You could have just said, go Trump. Or Bensonhurst. Either way, we know you're a douchebag. Okay? His email says, why do you say you're from New York, but sound like someone from South Boston, mixed with one of those characters from Fargo, only more retarded? Wonderful. Really great. Way to insert a hacky joke at the end, at the expense of special needs people in this country. You know, maybe, but maybe you don't realize that because maybe your special needs. Oh, see that? See how I did that? My joke was better and was politically correct. Why do you sound like you're someone from South Boston and Fargo? Why do I not sound like from some of them? You know who sounds like they're from New York? Fucking douchebags from Bensonhurst. Do you know why they never leave? They never leave. Let me tell you something about Bensonhurst, folks. Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, okay? Uh, you know how in the, uh, in the uh, African-American community, ask any black guy out there, they will tell you that I, there are people I know who are black, and there are people I know who are, eh. Do you know what I'm saying? Eh. There are people I know who are black, and there are people I know who are niggas. Eh. I didn't say it. I'm just saying. Context. Likewise, there are people I know who are Italian-American, and there are people I know that are worthless guineas, okay? And let me tell you something about Bensonhurst. Straight up Guinea Town. Straight up Guinea Town. Capital of Guineadom. Right? I know this asshole. I know his type. Douchebag, sequence shirt, grease ball, two steps over from the greasiest jewelry wearing, silk shirt, hairy chest Persian you've ever met. Right? Same sort of ilk. Same plastic cover on your love seat. The same love seat your mother goodwilled you when you moved downstairs when you got married. You live in your mother's fucking basement with your wife. Your wife, Marie Battaglia, right? And she's your wife because she's the only girl in the neighborhood that touched your prick and didn't vomit. And so you put a ring on it, right? Which is your auntie's ring because you couldn't pay for one yourself, you fucking moron. Same plastic cover the cat was pissing on for 10 years. Your fucking love seat smells like cat piss. Your wife is a fucking loser, which is, ain't your fault. You're from Bensonhurst. Guinea Town, okay? Go Trump. Yeah, that's, you know, that's why they, that's why everybody in Bensonhurst is down with Donald Trump. They, because they want to make America great again. Because they got it in their head at some point. They live in Bensonhurst. They're not total morons. They recognize they live in a shithole. And they think at some point it was better. Guess what? It wasn't. It's always been shit, okay? Wait, let me, let me back up. It was better in 1623, when the Indians ran the show, right? Then the next year, 1624, your fucking ancestors started showing up and it's been downhill ever since, okay, you asshole? You have the same shit job, same shit job, which, if I may interject, a shit job is better than no job, and for that, you can thank President Roosevelt. You're welcome. Same shit job, you ride the same subway line to work, and that's how you chose the same shit deli you go to to get your same shit hero for lunch, okay? You're worthless fucking guinea. Period. I don't sound like I'm from New York because nobody, nobody in New York sounds like they're from New York because everybody in New York is from somewhere else and they went to New York to experience life. The people that were born in New York left to experience life. The only people that sound like they're from New York are assholes in Bensonhurst that never leave because they're morons. Kabish? I've been all over the world. I was born in New York. Born in New York. Okay? I went to high school in California. Jesuit school. Alright? 
even before that, I went grade school, fifth and sixth grade in Maryland. Do you know what people in Maryland sound like? Exactly. You don't. Nobody knows. Went to fifth and sixth grade at St. Patrick's in Maryland. At St. Patrick's in, uh, in um, Maryland. Go Wild Turkeys. They, they ain't actually, the mascot ain't the wild turkey. We, that's a joke we had because the priest was so fucking drunk half the time. You know, which uh, in retrospect, I'm just thankful that the bottle was all those priests were touching. You know what I'm saying? My, my sister Connie, my sister Connie actually born in Maryland. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Even Connie don't know that. Connie don't know she was born in Maryland. Yes, Connie, she's been to three places her whole life. New York, California, and the womb. Capiche? So, why do I sell like someone from Fargo? Uh, there's a place called Iowa that holds a caucus every four years. Caucus. If you work in Democratic politics or even Republican politics, you're going to be in Iowa, you know, three, four months every few years. So, that's one. Another is uh, Minnesota. I spent the better part of the 1960s, a good 18 months probably total in the 1960s in Minnesota, campaigning for a man named Hubert Humphrey. Although six months, I must admit, six of those months were spent driving my fucking kids around because they were supporters of Eugene McCarthy in 1968. My kids, Janice and Jimmy, you know, they didn't call it supporting Eugene McCarthy. They called it clean for Gene. Yeah, clean for Gene. That's great. Because some 20-year-old asshole at Berkeley can put the reefer down long enough to sit in a barber chair and get a haircut. I got to vote for this flake? No, no thank you. Hubert Humphrey all the way. So, I'm a man of the world, okay? A man for all seasons is what I'm saying. I've been to Israel seven times. How many times you been to Israel, Mr. Bensonhurst? Go Trump. You want to you make America great again? Go Trump. You want to make America great again? Here's what you do. Uh, go to your local Walmart, and I'm sure that every one of you assholes in Bensonhurst knows where the Walmart is. Get a shotgun and some shells. Go home to your bathroom. Stick the gun in your mouth. Pull the trigger. America will instantaneously improve. Guaranteed. Capiche? I'm trying to... You think this is some shticky bullshit where it's like this old school New York asshole? No, this is about the Democratic Party. This ain't about fucking pastrami and whatnot. This is about the Democratic Party, okay? I've been to Israel, speaking of the Democratic Party, old school Democratic politics, been to Israel seven times. Really? Okay. Six times. Six times, I must admit. The seventh time, I never made it out of the West Bank. Never made it out of the West Bank. Uh, long story. I, I, my wife hates the story. So my wife, uh, who is uh, really into Israel, she went there first. She worked on a kibbutz with her dentist. Hashtag cliche. Can you believe that? You can't make this shit up. She went to Israel to work on a kibbutz with a dentist. She goes back like a dozen times, and I go with her. This particular time, she is in the Holy Land with the late, great, honorable uh, uh, representative, Congressman Moynihan, Patrick Moynihan, right? Which, uh, when they would get together, when my wife and Moynihan were together, I called them the Jew crew, right? The Jew crew. Don't tell them that because she'll kick my ass. Really. She's from the Midwest and she's, she's got like broad shoulders. Something about the Midwest. I don't know. She's built like Ray Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens. It's terrifying. I'm sitting here in the living room watching sports and she's in a bathrobe vacuuming with a back turned to me and all of a sudden I think, why is Ray Lewis in a bathrobe vacuuming my living room? 
It scares the shit out of me. But she's in Israel with Patrick Moynihan, and I have never seen the pyramids, right? And I go to see the pyramids because I'm a man of the world, unlike a guinea asshole from Bensonhurst. So I see the Sphinx, I see the Oracle, you know, Alexander the Great, see the pyramids. I cross the Suez Canal, uh, get to the West Bank, and I see a bunch of kids throwing rocks around, right? And I think to myself, hello, stickball, I know this game, and I jump in. Little do I know, two hours earlier, an intifada had been called, right? And so we all get, we all get riled up. I end up getting grilled by the IDF for three hours. Three hours. And of course, my wife comes in and has to tell them that I'm Italian-American, which, you know, puts me on the hot seat for another hour because now they think I'm Mussolini's chauffeur or some bullshit. So, but let's not repeat that story again because she don't like it. Anyways, so that's why I don't sound like I'm from New York. You go to Manhattan, nobody sounds like they're from New York. Because they're all from other places, and they move there because they want to see New York and see the world. You know who sounds like they're from New York and Manhattan? Go to any open trench where there's road workers work my ass, where there's six guys scratching their ass, eating their shitty hero, having a two-hour lunch break in an open fucking trench fucking up traffic. And they all sound like they're from Bensonhurst, New York, Morons. Or Sheep's Head Bay. Or Sheep's Head Bay. That's how it is. So. Where were we? Summer, spring. Let's get back to the story. Summer, spring. Summer, fall. Pardon me. I'm still a little... I'm a little pissed off. Okay? Summer, fall, 1932. I get sent by the chairman of the Democratic Party... Uh, New York Democratic Party, by Tammany. His name isn't Tammany. Tammany's dead, obviously. Uh, Mr. Farley. I don't even know if Tammany was a person or not, to be honest with you. At Tammany Hall, was it the name of a hall? Was it the name of a person? I have never done the research on that. I ain't the Democratic Party historian. I'm just telling my story. Mr. Farley, chairman of the party of New York State, sends us to Ulster County, upstate. We get on the train. Lovely train ride. The Adirondack train ride is a lovely train ride. It used to be a lovely train ride and an efficient, quick train ride. Uh, now it's just lovely, if you know what I mean. Amtrak is fucking worthless in this country, thanks to the car industry fucking everything up. They fucked up public transit in this country. Okay? What, you know, Mr. Ford, building, uh, building cars for the Nazis wasn't good enough for you. Now you have to fuck up the transit in America. Thank you, assholes. But we head to Ulster County with the intent of setting up democratic political social clubs, right? Pitching the New Deal. Pitching the New Deal. In 1932, um, and we're going to get into that. You know what? I need a break because that just took the energy out of me. Bensonhurst took the energy out of me. Make America great again. Yeah, wonderful. So we'll, we'll leave off there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a big secret. Uh, uh, Roosevelt's going to win this election, but I'll explain exactly why Mr. Hoover, uh, President Herbert Hoover, not a bad guy, not a bad guy, right? Actually does, before he leaves office, uh, initiate the bailout of the financial sector, which even Mr. Roosevelt's brain trust folks admit they just sort of fleshed that out as their model, right? Hoover did some stuff. Hoover was actually in charge of 
food relief during World War I, saved millions of lives in Europe. Right? He's a hero in Europe for that. In America, he's a pariah. <laughs> he's a pariah or he's the fucking vacuum guy, right? People tell you, you know, oh, why don't you, you know, I was telling my, I was telling my kid, my kid Jimmy, why don't you go to Stanford? The Hoover Institute is there. And he's like, what do you mean? Like the study of vacuum cleaners? Maybe I should go to Berkeley because the Kirby Institute is there. Huh. That's hilarious. So not only for, for Herbert Hoover, not only are you either a pariah or the vacuum guy, but when you're known as the vacuum guy, you're the second best vacuum guy because Kirby's better. So, but capitalism discredited the Republican Party, the party of business, uh, discredited. So FDI is going to push this new deal and he's going to win in the 32 election. But we need to explain how he actually builds a coalition that wins beyond his lifetime and that builds a new party, a modern democratic party. So we will get into that in episode three. Okay. And I'll talk about some, some pretty sweet bird that I get with in, in Ulster County. Uh, but that's, uh, that's until then. Okay. How does that sound?